Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nate Thurston, and across from me is the co-hostess with the co-mostess, Mr. Charles Chuck Thompson. How's it going today, Chuck? Second rate. Second rate. Nothing wrong with silver. I know. You know, my license plate has the number one on it. not going to tell you the first three letters, Yeah, but it's got the number one. Mm. So that's your fault for not getting number one before I did. What if I get it without a number? Or if I get like zero? Well, like the origin of Gmail. I mean, Mm. that would be accurate. Can you get zero? I guess that would be fine. You probably Man, could. I should have done that. Dang it. See? Okay, this is Good Morning. Always behind. This is Good Morning Liberty. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to. So smash, follow, subscribe, like, retweet, and comment, and do all of that stuff to pump us up with the algorithms. And we're going to get going with the show. But as before as we do, okay. all right. but before we yeah. do, go to GodHatesFeds.com. If you do anything... At all. One of the best ways to, to support the show with your hard-earned inflated dollars. Milton Friedman said the only solution to high inflation is high living. Mm-hmm. So you guys might as well start spending all that money you got saved up for a rainy day. It's it's going to be worth less tomorrow. Milton said to do it. So go to go to GodHatesFeds.com. That's two S's. GodHatesFeds.com. Pick yourself up some merch from the Good Morning Liberty merch store. Now we can go. Okay, now we can go. Today has a couple things that probably should be in Dumb Bleep of the Week on Friday, but they are too dumb for us to wait on. So we've got a, a kind of a mix today. This is mostly dedicated to gaslighting. I, hon- I honestly think that we just, the whole show is a dumb, we like, just make fun it's of just stuff. a dumb show. Yeah. We've given up on that whole like solutions to problems yeah, solutions and, and, and trying to be friends with other. We just make fun of people. The now. whole meaning thing. Do you think that, okay, Charlie, let me get you because it's not Wednesday. Are we actually going to be able to fix this crazy mess that's going on right now? And people in a live group, let me know also. Are we actually going to be able to do it? Really? <clears throat> I don't know, but what I do know is we have to keep telling the truth. Okay. So that it doesn't die out. Yeah. Because... Because even if we can't do it peacefully, let's say, one day, mm-hmm. it's the snake's going to eat itself completely. Yep. And we've seen this play out in history multiple times. The empire is going to come down. And when it does, who's going to be left? Right? There has to be a voice of reason that's left. Yep. So Grab that net and catch that beautiful butterfly. It's time mm-hmm. to rebuild the nation. That's... <laughs> All right. Let's do some guests. What do you like better? Christmas <laughs> or empire falling? <laughs> Empire falling. Uh, <laughs> All right. He's right. Okay. Now, listen here. Oh, whoops. Sand I just bagged, put that on me. There. Charlie's here, too. Son of a bitch, you. You old sailor, you. Listen, it is with great regret that we have the following conversation. And I truly mean that because we need as many sources as possible for this show, especially on Fridays. It's very important that people consistently contribute content for Fridays, because Dumb Bleep of the Week is our most popular episode of the week. And we may have hit a time where we are losing one of our largest, one of GML's largest contributors could end up not being with us anymore when it comes to dumb stuff. One of the guys who who probably said collectively the most dumb things on Twitter. Yes. And up to about, up until about four days ago, he was still hard at it, or his people mm. were. But anyway, this one, it is with heartfelt regret that I inform you about what happened to Dan Price, CEO of Gravity Payments, I believe. I'm sure you've already heard the story, but we have to mention it because Dan Price has been such a friend to the show. And if we don't mention it, we don't recognize his contributions, uh, then what kind of people are we? 
But if you don't know about it, here's what's going on with Dan Price. He had to resign. Uh, he used to be the greatest and most moral CEO in America, mm-hmm. according to direct quote from Robert Reich. Uh, used to be the most moral CEO in America, but he had to resign his position as moral CEO in chief. <laughs> and uh, we're going through some of this. New he also York cared about article. equal pay. No, the man was for equal pay. He was a he was a true feminist at heart. Very feminist, and guy. Uh, he cared about you know, the workers' rights. He cared about women, people, really, just in yeah, general. He was he mm-hmm. was a people person. He's a good guy. He's the kind of guy mm-hmm. that you want to lift up on your shoulders because he has a harder time sexually assaulting you from up there. <laughs> so to Dan Price from the New York Times, do you think any anyone <laughs> is going to denounce this guy that praised him previously? I don't know if they are or not. I should look and see. I'm sure Robert Reich is just hard at it today. Just hard at Dan Price for deceiving him. Mm-hmm. You know, but he does have good economic ideas. So you got to make sure you mention that. New York Times. Yeah, put the rape aside. Social media was a CEO's bullhorn, and it's also how he lured women. Now, this article is very lengthy, lengthy piece about Dan Price. And we're not going to read the entire thing, but we'll just give you a little bit of what happened. He has been accused of rape and sexual assault actual assault all sorts of things actually over the last several years come to find out from this really long new york times piece some of this has been buried that is why i wanted to talk about this today because it is interesting what the media when they have a <laughs> particular ideology what they will bring to light when they agree with someone's public persona and what it is that they're going against wealth inequality ceo pay all of that it's very interesting that these things have been out there in the open since 2015 these things have been out there in the open and finally he's having to to resign because one of the people actually uh is pressing charges did a rape kit did did everything so it's about to really hit the fan for Dan mm, Price. Mm. After responding to questions earlier in the day from the New York Times, this is from the New York Times, Mr. Price tweeted that he resigned on Wednesday evening. So after they questioned him about this article, he decided it was time to resign. He resigned as chief executive of his company, Gravity Payments. He wrote that he had become a distraction and needed to focus full time on fighting false allegations made about himself. Oh, still. So he's still, he's still fighting denying it. it. Okay. Yeah, I did. So this just, is alleged. <clears throat> Yeah, here's another post from Dan Price on LinkedIn from a little while back. In the unlikely event that you are falsely accused, remember that it will be much easier for you to overcome false allegations than it will be for actual victims to overcome the trauma of harassment or assault. So that's, I hope that he, now listen, I don't know exactly what happened here. I don't know if we're still supposed to believe all women. I don't know what exactly it is. I don't. I wasn't there, but these are the allegations. So there were warning signs about Mr. Price, uh, but Miss Margis, that is the person who's really breaking this thing wide open right now, did not see them. When she did a Google search, many of the top results for Dan Price were his own social media accounts along with flattering stories. Buried was the reason he had, for a time several years ago, nearly vanished from public attention. An article I wrote in 2015, that's the author, for Bloomberg Businessweek, revealed that, his, revealed that his story about the pay raise had notable holes and that his former wife had accused him of domestic violence. So this is a person who tried to do this in 2015 with Dan Price, but that was all buried because of this CEO uh, pay raise for the employees, and he took a 94% cut of his salary so he could give his employees a big raise. And that is the story that took over. For everyone. Mm-hmm. So when this girl they'll be talking about, Miss Margis, uh, did a Google search of him, it was just all flattering stuff about how amazing and great of a person he was. This guy's full of compassion. <clears throat> Even though this person already written an article about his former wife accusing him of assault and domestic violence yeah. before that. Nothing shows humility and compassion like tweeting out what you're doing. <laughs> For other people yeah <laughs> very humble yeah he's probably one of the most humble ceos mm, that there are out yeah. there mm-hmm. in his statement to the times mr price said he had never physically or sexually abused anyone and that the other accusations of inappropriate behavior towards women in the story are simply false mr price told media outlets that his divorce several years earlier was amicable 
but his former wife, Christy, had given a TEDx talk in October 2015. Now, this is important. His ex-wife gave a TEDx talk in 2015 in which she, des she described their relationship as abusive. Now, I watch a lot of TEDx talks. I hadn't really seen this thing, but you know the algorithms. Quote, he got mad at me for ignoring him and grabbed me and shook me again. He started punching me in the stomach and slapped me across the face. She, she recalled once locking herself in a car, afraid he was going to body slam me into the ground again or waterboard me in our upstairs bathroom like he had done before. Jesus. Oh, here's why I never saw that. That TEDx video was never made public. Mr. Perkle, who is the uh, media, the, the media relations guy for Gravity, the, the company, said that at Mr. Price's direction, he contacted the University of Kentucky, which hosted that TEDx, said that that presentation could be defamatory, and the university said it simply decided not to post the video. Mr. Price denied that he directed Mr. Perkle to contact the university, but Mr. Perkle said he deeply regretted his role in preventing the video from becoming public. Mm. Oh, Mr. Price <clears throat> briefly returned to the spotlight in 2016 when his employees surprised him with a royal blue Tesla. He teared up and said, are you kidding me? And here's the tweet about his royal blue Tesla. He said that his employees were thanking him for raising their pay up to 70000 so they got this Tesla. Uh, Mr. Perkle, the media director who's now flipped on this whole thing, said that this was entirely Dan Price's idea. The whole thing was Dan Price's idea. And that was confirmed by another media person who worked in the in the marketing department for four years. He's good at marketing. <clears throat> He's good at marketing. Yeah. Can't, can't fault him for that. Now, what you're seeing here with Dan Price <laughs> is a guy who has several allegations dating all the way back to at least 2015 with his ex-wife, who then turned to this woke social justice CEO, and by social justice, I'll just say pay inequality, wealth inequality, income inequality, CEO, talking about all these evil, greedy corporations who has just buried all of the negative stories about him, was able to reach out to TEDx and get them to not post the video that his ex-wife, when his ex-wife gave a TEDx talk. <laughs> and, and you just haven't heard anything. We talk about Dan Price all the time, and I've never heard about any of this stuff. Never heard a single thing. I think we've said it multiple times, like, there's got to be something with this Yeah, guy. yeah. Okay, and so it turns out there's allegations. Mr. Now, Price, what you're seeing here, just so you guys are aware of the picture, this is a narcissist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He hasn't done anything wrong. He is all about self-grandizement, making up these things about himself and acting like it's... Oh, God, and people just eat it up. Num, 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 num. As long as you are presenting the proper message to people. Mm -hmm. In this case, he's presenting a very popular message that people are okay with going along with. Now, let's just think here for a minute. What if he was presenting a different message? Like, <clears throat> like what we say on a daily basis or something like that. Say a libertarian message or even a conservative. What if he voted for Trump? Do you think that we would have gone seven years without even hearing that his ex-wife did a TEDx talk and they canned it and didn't release it and that he had had several abuse allegations throughout those years. Anyone think that that would actually did, have happened? I wonder if he called out Harvey Weinstein and all that. <laughs> I wonder have. if he, I wonder if he hashtagged me too on his, in his Twitter. Oh, I bet you he has bet several he times. Uh, Mr. Price turned to social media where he could control his message with each post about out of control CEO pay and stagnant wages, his following grew. Mr. Price didn't write most of his posts himself. He hired a ghostwriter. So we've been making fun of his ghostwriter this whole time. <laughs> Mike Rosenberg, a former reporter who resigned from the Seattle Times after sending sexually explicit messages to a female reporter in Brooklyn. Dick pics. That, <laughs> yes. That's, that's what he was doing. So she saw Mike's Rosenberg too many times. He got fired, and then he started writing damn prices self-aggrandizing narcissist CEO tweets. Mm -hmm. And this all really just falls into place perfectly. Miss Margis, who is the, the main, the main one right now, this is getting into the story. Now you, yeah, we skipped ahead a little bit. We did. There's, this is a very long article. If you have a New York times subscription, go do it. The link is in the show notes. Go read this. It, uh, there's a lot of stuff in it, but we're not going to go through the whole thing. So this is someone that he was dating, I believe for three months. It said in the article, he had the kicker out of his room because he had a call she was just wearing a bikini and he still like 
pushed her out of the room because he had some kind of call. I don't know if it was on video or what it was. She was mad. Well, when she returned back to the room where she took a an edible to counter her insomnia, uh, something she's regularly done since, uh, since being at the 2017 mass shooting at the Las Vegas Music Festival. First time I've heard of that thing in a while. Mr. Price returned and tried to initiate sex. And she said, no, I just took an edible and I'm going to bed. She told the police, she said, uh, we'll talk about this in the morning. As she drifted to sleep, she felt him go ahead and have sex. She told the police. She pretended to be asleep, worried that he would kill her if she tried to stop him. Uh, when he was... It's penetrates <clears throat> a fine word. Penetrates fine, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's... there's kids listening man <laughs> after, yeah. after he was done she waited a few minutes and then walked to the bathroom before confronting him she said did you just rape me and he flatly denied it uh, she was shaking so bad uh, could hardly speak and she later texted a friend that he looked me dead in the eyes and said what i know happened didn't happen gaslighting yep <clears throat> she told mr price she felt pain <clears throat> and um had semen inside of her. Sorry, kids. Earmuffs now from this point on. This is where you came from. He began to he began offering excuses uh, that he was just using his fingers, and then he said he just used the tip. Just for a second. Yeah, and she said, I know what you did, and she then fled home. She then went to, uh, she filed a police report. She did a rape kit. She saved her underwear, and Dan Price is screwed, probably. Well, not the way he wanted, but it's going to be screwed now. Mm. quote from Dan Price, always invest in people. It's another good one right there, whether they want you to or not. So this entire story, now there's a couple other girls that they mention in this story. This is not the only one. And you got the thing with his ex-wife as well. What this whole thing is basically talking about is that Dan Price's social media and overall media persona has been an attempt to bury all of his allegations of sexual misconduct and, and, and flat-out assault. And, and it's worked. And it worked because of what his message was. That's why it worked. That's right. Because he is the CEO that has a $70,000 minimum wage for his employees. And he can't possibly knock that guy down. But now that this girl is going... Now, let's play Dan Price's advocate here. Steelman. Steel man, they were dating. I, it's very possible to have underwear that has, you know, DNA on it and to do a test kit and see, you know, the damn price is going to show up around there somewhere when you're dating someone. This is still very difficult to prove it because it is a he said, she said. But um, I don't know. You, when you look at someone's past and you see there's been several and you have the story from his ex-wife as well and you have the fact that they got the TEDx uh, talk actually removed or actually stopped it from ever being released, there's just a lot of stuff going on here. But I'll, I'll let the courts decide. Yeah, it seems um, when you look at the history of evidence of, of allegations, it seems as if it, it's it's you know plausible it, it everything's now plausible. what you meant like okay what's actually going to happen like would i love to see dan price go to prison like of course this guy's <laughs> i don't know that, uh, i don't know that i well, want him to go to prison because of a stupid economic idea i wouldn't not smile <laughs> yeah all right well, we'd have a good laugh about it yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that's what i'm saying uh, n- now but the thing about it is is what's actually going to happen like it may be difficult to prove um, but it, like, if this did happen, then it's obviously wrong. Like yeah. you can't violate, uh, someone else's personal space, even if they're your wife, mm-hmm. by the way, or husband for that matter. In most States. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, yeah, that stuff is wrong and I, yeah, I hope they get to the bottom of it and I, you know, I hope he, I hope he falls off Twitter. It's, really... it's going to be worse for our dumb believe episode, but maybe better for America. What I really, you know, we talked a lot about how there is a double standard here, and that's not the main point. I mean, if there are bad things about people and they say the bad things about people on the right, but not on the left, you know, if that's what happens. Well, the things about the people on the right still need to be said. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't say it because you don't say it about people on the left. There just needs to be an even standard for all the media. 
And that's what I'd like to see. And it to me, it looks like people were so in th- just they were they were just so enamored with this guy's persona and and how moral and good as a CEO he was and this 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 like statue of him of how he was a model for all of the other CEOs out there and they've held that up so high that they were also blocking out some other stuff yeah that should have came out all right he was on a pedestal mhm and um you know it's uh it, i when Nate told me this cuz i hadn't heard about it i was like yeah not really surprised. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. All right. Well, what's up next, folks? You might be wondering. Well, more, more gaslighting. Yeah, this is this is a gaslighting theme. Mm-hmm. And see, we just point this out to you so you can talk to your therapist about it. Um, <laughs> at BetterHelp.com/gml. That's right. Okay. That's because corporate the corporate media and folks like Dan Price, the narcissist. You gotta you gotta watch out for this gaslighting because it can seem really good. Mm-hmm. But it's just what it is. This from the WAPO. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. I do a lot of things to take care of my mind. For a while there, it wasn't something that I ever thought about. I thought I could just go through life and not ever think about my mental health, whether or not I was too stressed out, whether or not I was burnt out, whether or not there were things that I could actually solve. But if you think about it, you're only going to get this one mind, this one brain, and you should really take good care of it in the same way that you would take care of your car if you were going to have to use it for the rest of your life. Don't waste any of your time being upset, angry, depressed, anxious, burnout, stressed out when there could be something you could do to actually fix it. There's a lot of things you can do, by the way. You could take some naps if you want to. You can take some time off, take a vacation. But there's also a better help online Therapy. So therapy is something I've done. Charlie uses BetterHelp still. He's been using it for over a year now. So if there's something that you need to talk to someone about, you could use BetterHelp. Now, BetterHelp is an online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on the camera if you don't want to. It's a lot more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash GML. That's betterhelp.com slash GML. I want to tell you guys about a sponsor for the show, which is the Expat Money Show from our good friend, Mikkel Thorup. Listen, becoming an expat, that is a difficult decision. But for those of you that are in any way on the fence about this, you're curious about it, you wonder about the logistics of it, hands down, Expat Money Show is the best place to go to hear all of the advice, all of the strategy on how to do this. You're going to learn all about precious metals, uh, how to store your money best way possible. You're going to learn about cool things like how to legally avoid paying taxes, getting passports so you can travel all around the world, how to actually protect the assets that you have from some of these tyrannical governments. And by the way, there is an expat online money summit, the expat money summit that is coming up in November. And yes, it is going to have the one and only Ron Paul speaking. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do. There's a lot of different ways to do it, but I tell you what, Mikkel, he knows exactly what to do because he has been living this life. He's not just a guy that's out there talking about this thing that you can do. He's literally living it on a daily basis. He knows everything there is to know about becoming an expat. So go to the expat money show, listen to that podcast and also go sign up for the free expat money summit coming up in November. Once again, go to the expat money show on all of your podcast apps and go to the link in the show notes. So you can sign up for the free online expat money summit. The FDA is helping millions of Americans hear better. Finally. Now we talked about this several times. We already have. We covered this last week. And uh, the FDA is is now uh, under Biden's direction mm-hmm. from a law that Trump signed well, back in 2017. They did mention that law in this article, and they mentioned the year that that law was put into place. But not in this Trump. article, not Trump, of course, because when you search Trump, it's got to be all negative stuff. Mm. <laughs> so they did mention that in this article, though. But here we are, um, grandizing the FDA as if they're our heroes. Well, tell them how are they going to how is the FDA helping me, Charlie? Let me, let me tell you. Okay. Hearing aids are too expensive. 
We can agree on that. Mm-hmm. They're too clunky. I'm glad and, you yelled that because I wouldn't have been able to hear it otherwise. They're too clunky and too hard to get, which means many Americans go without devices that would substantially improve their quality of life. That is why the FDA Tuesday, uh, the FDA's Tuesday announcement that it is finally shaking up the hearing aid market is such a big deal. Man. I mean, the hearing aid market has just been run amok. <laughs> it's and the FDA is finally coming in. They are just shaking that thing. How are they shaking up the market, Charlie? Well, let me tell you. Okay. The FDA finalized a rule that would allow people with mild to moderate hearing loss to buy hearing aids over the counter. Wow. No prescription, no haggling with insurance, which usually does not cover the devices, and no audiologist visit. So they're stopping the hearing aid companies from preventing people from buying hearing aids over the counter. No. Okay. No, people were trying to do that previously, but uh, they couldn't do it. And so they're helping because the market, there was, there's just no market for it. No. Okay. No. All right. No. How, how's the FDA helping people hear better, Charlie? Well, let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> people previously deterred by all the requirements and hearing aids high costs. Whose requirements? Uh, well, we'll get to that. Okay. They currently average about $5,000 a pair. We'll be able to walk down a, to a, down a drugstore aisle and select whatever device they prefer. There, they might find a variety of options from companies previously deterred from entering the hearing aid market. Who was deterring them from entering the hearing aid market, Charlie? Obviously, hearing aid uh, bandits. Okay. Okay? Yeah. We're going to get to that. The hearing aid monopoly. I'll tell you. Who will flock to provide lower cost and better funding devices? Lauding the decision, President Biden, or lauding, is it lauding? Lauding, yeah. Sorry, lauding the decision. President Biden claimed these market forces would drive down the cost by nearly $3,000 per pair. Isn't it weird Mm -hmm. that we're now talking about market forces, the invisible hand coming in to the hearing aid market to drive them prices down? (laughs) I think Satan was in charge of the market before this. Innovation might happen quickly as it does in the consumer tech market for products such as smartphones and audio headsets. Advanced phone integration, smaller sizes, better software permitting smarter smarter noise canceling, and clear hearing in crowds are just some of the possibilities. Hmm. Why, hmm. why, didn't the, why wasn't this already the case? Well, let me tell you. Okay. So why didn't the FDA do this years ago? Well, I'm going to tell you right here. Advisors to President Barack Obama recommended this policy shift in 2015. Congress in 2017 ordered the FDA to propose a rule within three years. The agency missed that deadline. Probably because of COVID. Mm -hmm. The timetable was not unreasonable. The FDA's slow pace was. The agency points out that the COVID-19 pandemic hit in 2020 just as its deadline approached. If it weren't for that. We were going to get to it. <laughs> it just didn't have yeah. time. They already had all the stuff done. They yeah. just couldn't file the paperwork it was in the 2020. F- the filing I mean, process yeah. broke because yeah. of COVID. Everything else was done already because that was their deadline. The person who knew how to file the paperwork, that person died of COVID. Mm, yeah. So they had to wait and another. They, they, couldn't, they hadn't increased the budget yet. Another to hire two another years yeah. so they could replace that person. I got you. It all makes sense. Yeah. Um, But while it's true the agency had to scramble to evaluate COVID-19 tests and address other pressing pandemic needs, it had plenty of time to act before the pandemic. Oh, that's kind of what we said. Mr. Biden had to issue his own order last year, pushing the agency to finish up. That appeared to work. The FDA proposed a rule last October. Then the agency was obligated to sort through more than a thousand comments on its proposal. So only now. Two years after Congress's deadline for the FDA to propose a new policy is the rule finally complete. This case study and bureaucratic delay, while millions of Americans waited for cheaper, better, and easier to obtain hearing aids, should spur some soul-searching for the FDA and questions from Congress. In the meantime, tech companies should race to furnish a suddenly wide-open market with more smarter hearing aids that cost less. Now, I know the article didn't get to tell you what this how this all started Mm, what was it but it turns out as it turns out that the fda's new rule um was a rule against their previous rules Mm, their own previous rules i got you that kept people from entering the hearing aid market with better technology so the fda is helping people get cheaper hearing aids by 
nullifying the FDA's rules. In a way, yes. Thank you, FDA. That is so nice of them. Uh, yeah. Why Why didn't we have them step into this market sooner? You know, they COVID. They were they okay, were focused COVID. on COVID, yeah, which COVID. was yeah, a catastrophe. Plus, Trump, the Russia thing. Russia was probably mm-hmm. wanting to stop this. Yeah, I got you. They say that before this, that we had anthrax and uh, Ebola. Nine <laughs> eleven. That uh, was a big thing. You know that prevented the hearing aid market uh, from coming. Yeah, we out had too. insulin and uh, epinephrine. <laughs> um, the injectors yeah. and stuff yeah, the like EpiPens, that. They that were, was a big, yeah, big that was deal. a big deal. So they they, they were busy. Uh-huh. They yeah, they're busy. Stuff. Now couldn't find a pen. Probably they they got to sign the paperwork. And did we ever find when they actually implemented the rules around hearing aids? I have not actually found that rule. I mean, you're probably talking back. I I bet you it's around the time that hearing aids were invented. Now. Here, here's a good thing for all of you folks, because most of you libertarians know this already. So when you're t- out there talking to other folks, this is a really good example to bring up to them to say, hey, well, the government recognizes its own faults here. And here's a little sprinkle of sugar that they're giving you, whatever you may call it, of where they're like, they're not saying that they screwed up. But in a roundabout way, they're saying, oh, we kind of screwed up. Now, it took an advisor to President Obama to figure all of this out. Mm-hmm. That may be the other problem, is that before that advisor came about, we didn't know. Well, those, those calls had fallen on deaf ears. That's a better way to say it. <laughs> so anyway, this is a good example to bring up to be like, isn't it amazing how the government can clearly see when they interfere with the market what it leads to when it comes to things like hearing aids? Now, you... Do you not think this plays out in every single other thing that happens? No, this is the, the far- only marketplace where these type of voodoo economics actually work out. Where, And that's why, okay, this is why we keep talking about I know that this is kind of a, you know, Nate, Chuck, why are you talking about this story for the fourth time on your podcast? Because we can. It's our podcast, all right? It says two very important, three, it says four very important things. I don't even know what all four of them are, but I guarantee you there are four of them, and I'm going to come up with them right now. Number one, the FDA's burdensome regulations on the healthcare market cause prices to increase. Number and competition <clears throat> to decrease. Yes, competition to go down. Number two, the government, in effort to lower the prices and make the market better, is decreasing its own regulations and allowing the private market to come in and offer products in this market that previously you had to go to the doctor get a prescription, maybe you had to use insurance and to get all that. Now it's just going to be at the aisle in the aisle in CVS, and they're saying that's going to save people eighty uh, percent on the cost, sixty to eighty percent on the cost of a hearing aid. That's probably going to be the most expensive thing at CVS, but it's going to help them maybe a little bit, I guess. Yeah. So that's two. All no. while, let me <laughs> let me expand on that while you're thinking of three and four here. <laughs> All while we've been reading articles, not about how they're amending any rules. This is a new rule mm-hmm. where you have to you're taking a wild guess on what happened beforehand. That there were roving <laughs> hearing aid bandits around there forcing other companies not to enter the market, creating everything to be a, 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 an expensive conglomerate of quid pro quo between insurance companies (laughs) and Trump and Russia. And you have all of these conspiracies happening in the background and they won't write the article being like, yeah, the FDA did this to themselves. And now here they are. They're, they're literally touting this in every article that we've read, every single one of them, they're touting this as like one of the greatest things that the FDA has ever done was scale back themselves without saying we're scaling back ourselves. And this is the first one. I'll hand it to the WAPO for posting this opinion piece from the editorial board. This is the first one that mentioned, number one, that this was uh, recommended from advisors to Barack Obama that didn't go anywhere. And number two, they mentioned that this law was was passed in 2017. Now they And that the deadline was 2020. Yeah, they didn't go as far as saying that Trump is the one who signed it. They can't do that. Can't mm-hmm. do that. But... They're getting close. They're getting pretty close. Yeah. Charlie number three. <laughs> number three, it points out the amazing gaslighting, the manipulation that you see from them. 
Charlie actually already said what my number three was. Mm. This amazing way that people don't know why it was the way it was beforehand. And they're going to come out and tout the fact that they are helping people. They are helping people by getting out of those people's way. And they deserve the credit for it. That's the title of the article. The FDA is helping millions of Americans hear better. All right. Let's Finally. Move. Here's another little bit of gaslighting for you. What about number four? I'll I'll tell you what number four (laughs) is. Number four is America just got a $100 a month raise from CNN. Mm. This beautiful, beautiful article. CNN says America just got a $100 a month raise. Now that is good. Americans are going through a tough time with all this inflation. You know, prices are going up a bunch. By the way, I went shopping a couple times this weekend, and I've developed some new theories for what our next inflation rates are going to be. It's kind of weird. You can actually go shopping and just tell. I gauge it because I'm so cheap, and I have prices in my head that I'm willing to pay for stuff. I gauge it by whether or not I'm willing to buy stuff because I'm, like, fixated on what the prices used to be. I'll tell you what, I didn't buy much this weekend Mm. at the grocery store. I think it's going to go back up for September's number. You're like, I'd rather Mm. be hungry. Yeah. All right, so America just got a $100 a month raise. How is this? Next time you stop at a gas station, and I'm talking to you, podcast listener, Susan, and your and your friends. Next time you stop at a gas station, think of it as a $100 a month tax cut or maybe a $100 a month raise. Mm. The steady drop in gas prices over the last few months has turned into an unexpected form of economic stimulus. Coming at a time when the Federal Reserve is trying to cool the economy and battle rising prices with higher interest rates. Since hitting a record of 502 on June 14th, the national average price is down a dollar ten or to 392, according to AAA. That average has now fallen for 67 consecutive days. We have gone zero days with the national average price of gas going up in this nation right here. Since the typical U.S. household uses 90 gallons of gas a month, the 110 drop in prices equals a savings of $98.82. Now you're saving money. Savings. Mm. The impact of the extra cash could be a substantial boost to an economy that is showing signs of consumers pulling back on purchasing non-essential items such as clothing, electronics, and household goods. A $1 decrease in gas prices equals $125 billion a year in savings for U.S. households, more than $10 billion a month. Look at all the stuff Biden is doing for us, man. Mm. And now without going through everything else in this article, I'm sure you recognize the gaslighting, but for those of you that are going to watch on YouTube or that are watching live right now, let me run through this with you. Here's the gas price chart from tradingview.com. This orange line right here, that's the 200-week moving average. That means that that covers roughly one presidential term. 200-week moving average is a little bit behind, but pretty close. All right? So at the time that Trump got out of office, that average over his time was around 240, somewhere in there. For that during his time, it was obviously much lower. We were during the going through the COVID pandemic. We know that. But we can say the 200 moving average is around 240 a gallon. Now, we're currently up around 370-something, somewhere around in that area. 392 is what this article says. I think it's down a little bit more since then. So people are saving more money is what you're saying. Yeah. And we've got, so basically the average during Trump's term, now this is not a what about Trump. This is shut your damn mouth Biden is what I'm trying to say. I don't care about Trump. But what about the fact that the high during that time was around 287 per gallon? That was the high during the previous, the predecessor's term. Oh, I miss him. And the average was around 240 during that time. Now let's go further into this chart. This area right here, that is the election time. Now around that time, it's around $2 a gallon. And as we have said plenty of times, we were in the midst of a pandemic where people were not allowed to travel and do as much. Demand for gasoline was obviously lower. Supply chains were broken. Yes. Yes. All of that. We know all of that. Then we have the time that Biden takes office. Now that's around 220 or 230 a gallon, right around in that area. So now we're moving up a bit. Then we have the time that the economy opens, which goes 
to around 280 a gallon. Now, at the time that the economy reopens, it's almost all the way back at the highest point it was during Trump's term at, at that point already. Okay, so now we're moving up at that time. Then we cross over this, and where this arrow is pointing, that is where Russia invaded Ukraine, right here on this chart. Now, we had already moved from that low around 2 up to around 340 at that time. But you could actually just take the average during the prime, say, during that time, say 240 to 340, or you could just say the high during Trump's term and say from 287 up to 340. That big move had already occurred. Of course, there was some anticipation that that was going to happen. Now we have all this move happen over the last couple of years. We go up to $5 a gallon. And what CNN and Biden, the White House, everyone else wants you to remember is that this is you getting a raise. That right there. It's the same thing. Now you want to watch it on the video because what I just boxed in was the decline since the very peak, which is still well above all of those times that we just talked about. The Russia invasion, uh, the economy reopening, Biden taking office, the election, the high during Trump's term, the average during Trump's term. We're still well above all of that, but what you need to keep in mind is that this last little box right here is you getting a raise. Almost $100 a month. What do you think about that, Charlie? It's impressive. Yeah. Honestly. My presentation or the article? Both. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not even mad right now. At this point, at this point, I think in my career in politics, you can call it that, I'm not even mad anymore. I don't, I don't, I just don't get mad anymore. I I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed at the, the, the gaslighting is it's another level. And you know, if you aren't feeling the savings or raise, by the way, then you're just a bigot. You, you obviously are a domestic terrorist Yeah, I and mean, people who are going to be grateful for this raise that King Biden has given us. Then uh, those are the ones who are going to thrive. Charlie, the other article that we could oh, not wait yeah. for Friday, mm-hmm. and it's a local story. Yep, this is right. from the New York Post, though. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Um, a group of protesters, oh, God, I wish we would have went down there. I know. This is downtown Nashville. A group of protesters stepped into boots embedded in concrete outside a Nashville Starbucks on Thursday, blocking the shop's entrances and exits and waving signs to, quote, End the vegan upcharge on plant-based milks. Let me read that again. Please. It is real. They were protesting and waving signs to, quote, end the vegan upcharge on plant-based milks. It's the vegan upcharge, folks. And they're stepping in Mm. blocks of concrete so they can't be moved now apparently they were standing inside of like rubber boots that were actually in the concrete but I'm trying to think of where that starbucks is it's the one on west end okay yeah the campaign meant to emphasize that protesters won't budge from efforts to stop seattle-based coffee giant charging extra for non-dairy milk options kicked off this summer when participants super glued their hands to starbucks counters in chicago new york city and seattle <laughs> You know, leave them, leave them there. That's what I say. Leave them there. Good. Good. Yeah, I'll get the super glue for you. Can you try Gorilla Glue? Yeah? You just want me to bury you in concrete up front? We can do that. The Nashville protest in which the participants were arrested shut down an entire street, West End Avenue, drawing over a dozen police cars, according to a WSMV4 report, the local news station here. The protesters used rubber boots that they could apparently step out of when the police asked them to leave, but one protester reportedly had to be taken to a hospital for foot pain. Unrelated, or you think it had something to do with the concrete? I bet one of the troopers was probably pounded on their feet. Yeah, Yeah. abuse. Mm -hmm. Another, Daniel Bufano of Michigan, refused to leave his block of cement and was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct and criminal trespass, according to the report. People for the ethnic... Uh, <laughs> people for the ethical treatment of animals. PETA. Yeah. And it says Sir Paul McCartney has endorsed its tactics and sent letters to Starbucks honchos to drop the upcharge, according to a press release. Now, can we just be clear real quick? This is all about the fact that almond milk and oat milk cost more 
than regular cow's milk at Which is ridiculous because the, the oats, they're not even alive. I know. Those things are fine to eat. You like can you just gotta, milk them. You don't have to feed the oats. Right. Come on. It should, it should be pop up. cheaper. They're wild. They grow on the side of the road. You just mm-hmm. go get them. Come you on. Just, yeah. They're easy to milk. Their nipples are formulated in a way to, to uh, serve the caressing of your hands to mm-hmm. milk. Yeah. It turns out there's a special technique for these almonds. You just squeeze them and the, the you know. Mm-hmm. The milk yeah. pops out. The milk pops yeah. right out of there. Yeah. Yeah. I got some the other day and they just, you know, normally yeah. you get those little creamer things, but they just gave me some almonds. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. And you just squeeze the almonds, milk, mm-hmm. and the milk pops out. Yeah. Goes in your coffee. But if you get more than three almonds, they upcharge you. The other day, I just got a bag of almond teats. So I, <laughs> I could eat those. I heard they're healthy. You get some baby almonds, you mm-hmm. get those to propagate. A little bit. You yeah. can have like your own almond milk farm once you do all the proper intermingling between the almonds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, they just kind of keep replenishing yeah. themselves. My friends at PETA are campaigning for this. McCartney wrote in the letter first published on Billboard, I sincerely hope that for the future of the planet and animal welfare, you're able to implement this policy. Adding a splash of any alt milk to brewed coffee, iced coffee, cold brew, and Americano beverages is offered free of charge. A Starbucks spokesperson said in a statement. But if you get more than a splash, they do upcharge you like 50 cents. Mm-hmm. Peter said that the upcharge is non-negotiable. On Thursday, protesters called on the company to stop penalizing people who are concerned for cows, the environment, and their own health by charging extra for plant-based milks. <laughs> this is real. Can I ask way. you the question I asked at the beginning of the show? Is there any chance of fixing this whole mess that we're in? No. <laughs> so I didn't even have to debate anything. It was just a pre-show poll and a post-show poll. Is there, what's your change? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think my answer is probably still the same, which is I don't think they're stopping the 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 fall of the empire mm-hmm. or the. I don't think there's a. I don't know if we can actually stop this through civil means. Let's mm-hmm. say. Um, but we do need to be a voice of reason when it all comes crashing down. This person, the rhyme minister of Canada, vegan or not, those of us with brains can understand it's not about trying to save a few cents on drinks. It's about removing consumer barriers to alternatives to animal products. Those of us, those of us with brains also don't get duped in the promoting things we disagree with. That's on someone who retweeted this whole story. This is about removing consumer barriers. Now, what do you think the consumer... Now, this is just... It's price gouging. And if I could just tangent really quick, this is why I refuse to ever go down the price gouging conversation with people. Because everything is price gouging. Anytime it's an extra price for something and you don't like it. What if... Charlie, what if... Float this out there. What if the cost... Hear me out before you interrupt. Say that this is ridiculous, gaslighting, whatever. What if the costs associated per ounce of oat or almond milk are higher than the cost per ounce of cow's milk? Can't be. Not possible? No, it's not possible. No. Because, okay. again, the plants aren't alive, no. which I think they are. I think plants have feelings. Yeah. I mean, my wife grows plants, and that's what I like. We tell my son that they have feelings so he doesn't <laughs> run his monster trucks and use them as a ramp. Yeah. So they'll tell you, plants will tell you exactly how they're feeling. Yeah. All Charlie's died. Yeah. Not mine. I don't have plants. Yeah. A lot of my wife's has died, mm-hmm. but we won't go there. That's for another time. <laughs> the problem is we were trying to milk them and we weren't using the proper techniques because we were tired of being upcharged at Starbucks. No, just imagine these people went through this entire pro- They made signs. They had like a bunch of signs. They went through that process. They poured concrete. That's they poured concrete. They made shirts. They brought police tape. Police line, do not cross. They put these things out here. They made the molds and they stood in them. They had their signs. They organized it. And no one ever thought like, well, what if? What if oat milk and almond milk, like, Dude, like, what if oatmeal, oat milk and almond milk cost more, though, to the store? And that's why they charge more when you order it, dude. Man. Like, they just left that guy 
he's sitting in a block of concrete in the garage somewhere. They just left him there. It's whoever that guy is, you know, I, I, you know, I feel like I don't need to say this, but I'm going to say it. Yeah. Just so you guys are fully aware. Plant milk is not milk. (laughs) Just, I just wanted to make that clear in case anybody was wondering why do you i mean that's what a fascist thing for you to say and like a a misogynist and like all i mean it would be some kind of fascist libertarian like you to the side that like milk has some kind of defined meaning you're telling me that when the mother almond is nursing the younger child almond you're denying that child infant almonds feelings and all the milk that was brought from the mother almond tree you're right yeah 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 you're right i i'm i'm gonna sign up for the free the almond nipple movement <laughs> because i'm tired yeah i'm I, I'm, I'm with you this I'm is t- utterly I'm, utterly ridiculous yeah try <laughs> i am so tired of people thinking i mean i you you learned on uh, what's that movie with ben stiller and uh Meet, meet the, the parents. parents. You learned on Meet yeah. the Parents that you can milk anything with a nibble. And apparently some things without. And, um, well, no, oats and almonds have yeah. nipples. You can't see them. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully we can see them one day because I'm about to free the almond nipple movement. We'll make the shirts. We'll put them up on GodHatesFeds.com. <laughs> Everyone go check it out pretty soon. Let's go home, Chuck. <laughs> you totally should free the almond <laughs> nipple. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, a lot of people are lactose intolerant. So, mm-hmm. know, of course, there's nothing wrong. But the truth of the matter is, as Nate pointed out, is that it's more expensive to create milk from something that doesn't actually produce milk. Yeah. It turns out that when you try to chemically engineer something to see, to, to act like a natural thing, it's more expensive than the natural thing. It's actually just like ground up almonds and water is really what it is. Yeah. It's like making an almond powder to put in water. But still, you have an economies of scale problem there. There's not, there's not as many people that drink it, so you're not as able to get the cost per ounce down as far as you can. And these people all argue that it's because the government subsidizes people who, uh, who have cattle. And very well, there is probably some price reduction involved in that that we all pay for elsewhere. But the other thing is, it's a smaller market. It's not quite as easy to make as the cow makes it look. And that's why it costs more. Sometimes things cost more. Mm-hmm. And when you're taking a milk substitute and saying that it should cost the same as its actual real counterpart, I think that you're an idiot. And this should have wasted. This should have waited until Friday, but we just couldn't wait. Couldn't now wait. we got to go home. And it's just like the titties they came from, mm-hmm. okay? By the way, fake titties cost more. It's the same milk, but they cost more. Per ounce. Per ounce. If you do the math. Technically costs more. It does. If you do the math on it. All right. I'm not that I'm opposed to those. You know, I think there's fine titties on both sides. That's what I'm saying. All right, y'all. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share the show with a friend, a family member, a foe, and the children. Share it with those uh, who are deeply saddened by the upcharge of milking almonds mm-hmm. and oats and go to godhatesfeds.com godhatesfeds.com join gml.com and all the other things just do one thing at least one one of those if you do that we'll be back again tomorrow hope you have a good day and a good morning liberty <laughs>